Welcome to the Codependent Me Podcast. I'm Tamara Shaw, a recovering codependent, a codependent life coach, and the co-author of God Turned Mommy's Wine Into Water. This podcast was created to increase the awareness of codependency and to give a more holistic look at the journey and healing of codependence. Welcome to the Codependent Me podcast. I am your host, Tamala Shaw, and today we have Marina Pearson, who is, this, this subject is so intriguing to me. She is a manifesto woman, that's what, what I'll say, right? But she is a best-selling selling author. She is a speaker, and she is here today to talk about manifestation, talk about guiding women into this unshackled area. And I can't wait to get into it. Marina, welcome to the show. Hi, welcome. Thank Love you. Thank you. Here. I'm so glad. We um I'd like to give Podmatch their shout their shout out. They were able to connect us and I am very, very excited to have you on here. So thank you. Um, would you like to first tell the audience just some things about yourself and then we can kind of get into the 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 yumminess of uh, manifestors? So I have been in the world of transformation for about the last 18 years oh. and um, have transformed myself in the last 18 years and have being guided to work with different sorts of people during that time. But it wasn't until a couple of years ago that I decided to leave the transformation world for about three years. Actually, it was about three years ago now to just spend time with my son and to take some time out for me. Um, I felt like I had to go inside and I needed to be I couldn't be looking out for others. It had to be a very sort of lone, only journey, if that made sense. So mm-hmm. I, um, during that time, I had what I would call many dark nights of the soul. But mm-hmm. ultimately, it was a huge baptism of fire. I was uh, having, having to confront a lot of my own demons. Not that I hadn't done before, but it was just another layer. And in that time, I realized that during my path, I had focused a lot on the spiritual journey. I'd spoke, I, you know, focused a lot on oneness and I'd focused a lot on how the mind works and all of that, which was really helpful. But what I felt I needed was actually a journey that was much more about myself mm-hmm. and my soul. And so I journeyed into that about two years ago now and discovered that my whole life, had, had the pattern that I'd been carrying was one of um, people pleasing, which is a codependent behavior. Mm-hmm. And one that had really been running my life for many, many years. Well, obviously many years, as in like my entire life. Right. 
And it was quite a surprise for me, actually, because I didn't really realise it. I kind of had an inkling, but wasn't quite sure. But then when it just hit me, it was like, wow, I can't believe I've been in this work for the last 18 years and I really hadn't discovered this right at the mm. outset. Yeah. Um, but because the spiritual nature of life doesn't really focus on the detail, it focuses more on we are a spiritual being having a human experience. I didn't pay much attention to it until I did. And what emerged from that was the work I do now. And I realized that for me, the image I got or was given was a heart being unshackled. Mm. Um, because what I discovered was when we go into any kind of conditioning, in, in this case, people pleasing, it's a way to protect our heart. And it's a way to survive in the world, as you know. It's a way to um, actually repel the very things that we want without us even realizing it. And so I got very excited by this image I was given. And what I saw was a heart covered in chains. And I thought, well, the way to break through this is to unshackle those chains. And ultimately, the other image I was given was actually more of a, um, it wasn't an image, actually. It was more of a, uh, the reason behind why that heart was 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 so shackled. And it was protecting mm. the the wound of abandonment. And so I suddenly had both of those at the same time and thought, right, well, really what this is about is about abandonment and the fear of that. Mm. Um, and that journey of understanding all of this has deepened more and more as I've gone. But where I've landed so far is that actually the fear of being abandoned um isn't really about the other person it's about the fear of that we don't have ourselves that we cannot that we are abandoning ourselves so that when somebody does leave we don't think that we can be without them because in actual fact we don't trust that we have our own back right so that revelation for me was was pretty big and which is where my new unshackled circle has come from but to all to to this end where the manifesting piece comes in is that for those of you that don't know what a manifester is it's one of the um energy types in human design there's projectors there are reflectors manifesting generators and generators and then there's the manifester so um i'm a manifester that's it i I'm not a generator. I'm, I don't have any of that thing. I don't have any of that going on. And we're only about 10% of the population. Um, we'll, and, and then you've got reflectors who are like literally like 2%. There aren't that many right. out, of them out there. Yeah. But the manifestors themselves are, they are catalysts for change. They are pioneers of all sorts of movements they are the fire starters they are the initiators they are the the ones to really like um get things moving Absolutely. they're not the ones to end things they're not the ones to carry on with that movement they're the ones to start it off so it's like the spark right of all of them. they are yes they are the spark right. absolutely now what was interesting about this i hadn't put two and two together because 
I discovered my manifester that I was one about a year and a half ago. And when I read about what manifested children have to might go through, it it ran it really resonated for me because we are so different. Because we don't we don't have to wait to be initiated. We don't um we we literally move on inspiration. Mm-hmm. Um we inform, which basically means we're telling you what what's up. We're not asking, we're telling. Yes. This is very different to to all of the other energy types. Mm-hmm. We're very confront. It's very it can be very confronting for a lot of people, and um, we're very obviously extremely expressive because that's the way that we catalyze people into that change. Mm-hmm. And I also realized that anybody that when I when I looked back on this, I was like, well, that makes sense to me because anybody that would end up working with me literally would have like three or four sessions and they were like I'm done like literally I do not have to work with you anymore I am done and what I realized was is that whenever anybody is in my field and we do work together mm-hmm. that the 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 change that happens in such a short amount of time it's mind-blowing even for me I'm like wow because I have mm-hmm. that that capacity that's to, right mm-hmm you can pick up on get it them moving. right and you you have what it takes to give that to, to spark them and get yes. them going absolutely yeah but it's like rocket fuel it's not it's like Gatorade or it's like Red Bull um <laughs> you know like don't yeah. have too many of them so um what I then realized was was that Carrying these people-pleasing tendencies wasn't allowing me to be fully in my manifesto power. Mm. So what would that might have looked like? Well, it might have looked like this. Not initiating first, waiting to be invited and getting pissed off and resentful that they I wasn't. Yeah. Um, that happened a lot of times, not only in my relationships, but uh, like um, my my intimate relationships, my friendships, but also my work relationships as well um there was instead of informing I would ask politely yeah (laughs) um then what was also interesting is that because we are so like you know that the energy is pretty powerful people pleasing does become a tendency because we we I'm a three five as well which basically means I learn by doing I've the amount of mistakes I've made in this lifetime um at least I've got five which is a sense of humor (laughs) but um the I need to do it my way so I can really learn and now when you are growing up and your parents don't know this you can get reprimanded for all sorts of things because yeah. ultimately you're just living into your manifesto power. And yet, because it doesn't fit with how society functions, you're kind of reprimanded. You're told that that's wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, all the people-pleasing stuff starts coming in because ultimately you don't want to be different. You want to fit in you're being judged, you're being bullied. Um, 
because you're different don't understand yeah you don't get it right and so what with that what what then kind of happens is and what happened to me is that I just then decided to pretzel myself into into an energetic body that it wasn't my own Mm. in terms of so I I um would follow I wouldn't initiate um I would I would always ask um pretzel myself and just put my needs to one side mm-hmm. um and it was not only not I would say damaging but it was extremely detrimental not only to my soul my spirit but also to my physical body mm. um I was t- tired all the time I had no energy um mm. My hair was falling out. I would have to sleep a lot. I mean, it manifested itself like that for me. Now it can manifest for other people in other ways. But um, when you're attempting to be somebody you're not, it's really, really stressful mm-hmm. because you're not free to just express what you need to in those moments. Yes. And so then what happens? Well, the alcohol started coming in Um just to manage the 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 amount of um goings on that I was needing to hold versus expressing and all sorts of other weird and wonderful behaviors started showing up um but it it really came down to wanting to be validated from the outside in and not realizing that actually where the work was was to be to go inside and actually give that validation to myself Mm-hmm. so on discovering that I was a manifester it's been an unshackling for myself too because obviously I'm not in the percent percentage wise I'm in the minority mm-hmm. so it's um it was a double whammy for me in the sense that I was like okay well I'm a manifester and now I'm unshackling myself from all these people pleasing chains and tendencies well, that's a lot to live up to because it's not like I'm a generator. No, no, I'm a manifester. So it's a double whammy. It was almost like, oh, I've got to do this work. And I've now got to live into this fully expressed woman who is a leader, who is somebody that's here to make a change. Mm -hmm. And for any people-pleasing girl, that's terrifying. Absolutely. Um, It's it's kind of like, you're you're going from being in the cast to leading lady. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's funny that you've used that metaphor because I loved acting as a child and I was never given the main part. I was always given the 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 cameo role. Mm. The funny part, the weird part, the part that made everybody laugh. And Sort of reflecting on that the other day, I thought actually that was perfectly given because that's how I am in life. Mm-hmm. I play that funny role, but I would always shy away from the main character. Mm-hmm. It wasn't something that I would because it just felt like it. It would it would have been too much, and so it's been an unshackling for sure. And I also know that it's a constant journey, like it's not something that's completely unshackled, but um, 
what I'm seeing now is that the 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 subtleties of that journey are being revealed to me, which then allows me then to create something new for the women that decide to come on the journey with me. Mm-hmm. So as I shared, um, the first one of these circles that I created was called the Unshackled Expression, which was all about, and I know you know this because you've been on this journey too, which is about how people pleasing stops us from expressing certain things. There are certain areas that we're not very good at expressing. So that might well be our desires. We don't even know what they are because we're constantly focusing on everybody else's. And then there is sharing our truth. Oh my God, like no way, because that's going to create a lot of conflict and I don't want it to go there. And then there was the the sort of creating those boundaries and and um, being able to say no. Um, and the whys and wherefores behind that and why actually saying yes is actually kinder. And then finally, appreciation, but for self, for other, and be learning to receive that. So that was kind of, what I saw where I struggled, those areas that I struggled in. And then where I went with that was into this piece around self-neglect, which you could talk about focusing on other people's needs and and not your own, but there was also another piece around this, which was a codependent relationship to substances. Mm. And as a way to um survive but also as a way to as a as a as a self-neglect way of being but also as a way to keep the cycle intact of not being able to trust that you've got your own back Mm -hmm. so in the circle before that i realized that there were women who had a lot of body shame and that were using ways to not feel the difficult feelings that they had and it was just as I said the journey of unshackling as they unshackle I see what's needed as the journey goes so it felt felt like the next part of the journey so if somebody would say to me how do you unshackle your people pleasing mm-hmm. um I'm not at the end of it yet I don't quite know it's kind of um, like an onion too, right? Just layer right. it time, right? Mm-hmm. There, are, there are ways to go deeper and deeper and deeper. And the way that I probably came to this at the beginning won't be what I'm seeing maybe in a year's time or two years time or three years time. But that's where I've come to so far. That's good. And for me, the outcome, the bigger picture is for women to manifest and create sovereign love. And by sovereign, I mean having um having autonomy over their life um but but really it comes down to the love that they are to then bring that to the others and to the masculine especially um because the way i see it is that you can only be met where you are and if you're still in that place of people pleasing you're going to attract the very thing that you need to un do that for yes. you to unshackle that for you and so it depends on where you are on that journey mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um if you are in the chronic stage okay. um or as i call it the unconscious unshackling unshackled stage which is where you don't really know what the hell's going on you just keep manifesting men who are abusive or narcissistic or you are and you're constantly changing yourself so that they won't leave 
And then there there is the next stage where you start to realize that possibly there's something going on with you and why and you start to question it and you're like becoming a little bit more conscious about Mm -hmm. where you are in that process and then there is a sort of moment where you realize actually yes I have this going on and I want to really shift and change it because I am well aware now that if I don't that somehow I'm going to keep repeating the same thing over and over again and I keep saying yes to the same things when in actual fact that's actually not what I want right and so And then when you get to that point, it's a bit like, well, now what? And then I kind of, for me, it would definitely be being embodying the people pleaser is still there, but ultimately you're embodying a whole different energy. And so with that, you'll attract a whole different. Mm -hmm. Yes. You'll you'll attract a different mate, Mm -hmm. but you also attract different relationships in your life that treat you completely in a different way. So you stop the chasing, you stop the pining, you stop the the fear that they'll abandon you because you now know that you won't abandon yourself you have the tools to to stand up for yourself right mm-hmm. i love that you, the chronic is that's the cycle i mean you know i was just talking to someone about you know when you're used to being a people pleaser and you really you have low boundaries and all of that you kind of date the same person just with a different face it's the same cycle and then the next, you know, like you're saying, it's the awareness. You become aware that, okay, this is not what I want. I want to do things differently. It'd be great to have some boundaries. It'd be great to understand why I've chosen these people. Why, you know, could be, I don't want them to leave because I don't feel as though I can take care of me or, you know, This is for like, for me, it's something that I was doing my whole life. I was always trying to please in order for people not to leave. And that kind of started with my dad. It, you know, then it was, you know, my mom used to do some traveling. What do I need to do? Maybe if I make her happy, she doesn't have to go here. Maybe she'll be able to work from the office rather than another city. You know, just. Yeah. And what I, right. And what I discovered is that people pleasing is actually really manipulative. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> it's not kind. It's not loving. It's yeah. actually really manipulative behavior. If I do this, I then you'll do this. Mm-hmm. And if you don't do that, then I will. And then angry, resentful, pissed off, whatever it might be. Right. Um, and so while, and I, what I've also, what I also found is that it would bring out sort of the teenager part in me, like the fuck you energy. And yes. You would go from this really like p like so oh you know I'm so nice I'm so nice fuck you fuck you I'm so <laughs> nice and you would go from one end to the and it's like whoa what's going on mm-hmm. but ultimately when you're not expressing your truth and when you're not expressing your heart when you're not you can only but go from one one extreme, one to, extreme the other. to the other right absolutely completely agree because the energy's got nowhere else to go it just goes bing bong bing bong (laughs) but if you're able to like stop the bing bonging from one end of the spectrum to the other Mm. and you're able to come back into sort of the center and beyond it Mm. so to say i'm going to start actually what just even the inquiry what is it that my heart truly wants what is it i want what is it that i want and if the answer is i don't know then great because it means it's a blank canvas 
-hmm. and you can just sit with the I don't know and let it come to you um but even actually asking that question what do you want most people go I don't know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but they do know right especially when it comes to relationships they do know um I want a guy who will support me I want a guy they've got it really clear but sometimes like I remember somebody asking me that and I was like well I don't know and he's like you do and I went well I guess if I admit that I want that then what happens if it doesn't show up for me Mm. do you think that's abandonment also Sure. Like what I realized was, is that a lot of people don't actually verbalize what they want because they think that if they do and they don't get it, it means something about them. Mm. But also that they don't feel deserving of it. Oh my goodness. That is deep. I have to sit with that for a moment. Hmm. Okay. Okay. That's, that's really good. So hmm. that's really good. (laughs) (laughs) because you you just because I am one I try to sit with my feelings I try to be very um how can I say cognizant of whatever feelings I have in my body any thoughts you know I try to express and I've never thought about it that way that's really really good um so your unshackled trust circles. I really want to talk about that because you are truly facilitating women that are manifestors, people pleasers, into being and understanding. I don't want to say their role, but truly their role. Um, and you said that you're the love guy. Because all of that has to do with you loving yourself and understanding you. And and unshackling your heart. So when you're open-hearted, life becomes so much easier to be with. And you start to realize that there's actually nothing to protect yourself from. Mm. Um, Because the hurt you feel is your own story about that thing that you're experiencing or that person that you're experiencing it's not about the other person they're just there as an actor in the play in the third scene and you are there acting something out I remember listening to a um, a workshop and they were talking about how we always think it's the other person but then you realize that that trigger was always there before they even showed up they're just there to shine a light on the fact that it was there in the first place right And so when you see it from that perspective, you can say, well, thank you. Thank you for shining a light on that, on, on that for me, because without that, I would never have been able to have taken this journey. Now there's a big difference between taking, like saying thank you um, for the opportunity, but to not be okay with the behavior Mm. and to also um, give yourself the praise to have decided to take this journey to grow and learn about yourself yes. versus to stay with the resentment and the shame and the blame. So I think it's important to to highlight that while we can be really appreciative of 
we can turn we can turn something that was really what looked really awful into something that actually really showed us and taught us something about ourselves Mm -hmm. we can also not be okay with how somebody is treating us and and saying no to that but often it could well be that the gift in all of this was having to say no right so the gift oh I'm sorry go right ahead no no go for it I was gonna say that brings me to boundaries so people that are manifestors like how do you think they should deal with boundaries well I think just in the same way it's just informing people how what they're not okay with like what's not working for them what is working for them and just to inform them on on that um I think people can really appreciate when somebody goes no that doesn't work for me um this is far better for me because what happens with manifestors is that that our non-self is anger and so when we're not actually getting what we want for ourselves we're, we're really great at getting angry with others and so if we're looking after ourselves, we're not going to get so angry with other people. We're able to appreciate the fact that I'm able to share with you what I need. Right. And then if somebody doesn't respect it, then it's just like, well, then, okay. Like <laughs> we either carry on this relationship or we don't, but somebody's got to change because it's not working for me. Right. So I think, I think in terms of a manifestors, rather than like um, getting into the anger, which is actually one of the, as I said, one of the major emotions that we've got. It's an opportunity for us to um, use how wide, why the anger is there mm-hmm. as a way to point us to the fact that somebody's just actually overstepped a boundary. Um, yeah. And so it can be helpful to see it in that light. That's really, really good. So if someone wants to find out more about your unshackled trust circle where would they go so they can go to marinapearson.com i've got a people pleasing quiz that they can take to see where they're on the journey and then i have um it's at marinapearson.com slash unshackled uh sorry unshackled trust perfect i will put that yes i'll put it in the show notes for sure um it just sounds like a just a fantastic way to, like you said, figure out what your purpose, because of who you are on the inside, because everyone has a certain purpose. And if you know that you are a manifester and you understand what that is, how it affects your being. (laughs) And then um, if you have these people pleasing tendencies, you can learn so much more about it, you know, because honestly, I love that you're bringing out the manifestor portion because when you rig- when you figure out which one you are, um, it really opens up how you deal with people, how you deal with yourself and how you deal with being codependent. Yeah, and the other thing is, is you stop judging yourself for for, for doing things in, in in a way that maybe doesn't make sense for everybody else. Right now, I used to it, when I when I realized this, it was like, oh wow, okay, well that's why I was doing that then. That would make sense, you know. I'd do a launch, and then I, I would build up to this launch. I would create it, I would do it, and then 
the bit I needed to be there for right at the end is the bit where I just went, oh my God, I just feel like I need to go to bed. And because you're, you want the generator, right? Yeah, because I needed a generator to finish yeah. off to work. So that was really helpful. And just owning, owning your power, owning your gifts, owning, owning it, like really just changes everything. It does. It makes you understand so much more. It does. I didn't, um, I I meant to find a link where people can actually take a test to see which one they are. And I will put that in the show notes um, because I think it's fantastic because I found out that I was a manifesting generator. It really changed my life and it made me understand me a lot, a lot. So, and then it depends on whether you're a three five. It depends on the the other bits too. Yes. Um, but I usually like to work. You know, I usually um will read somebody. I'm not a human design coach at all. I just know the overarching ideas and understandings because I've done my, that for me. Um. So it's funny I've had a few clients who have very similar channels open like I do which was really fascinating to work with somebody that was very close to having the same channels as me like they had three channels that were the same wow Wow. and I could really resonate with her energy and so it's yeah it's it's just been profound in terms of not only just for me but also for the people that I work with Mm-hmm. for sure for sure and I, I love it it takes everything on a on a deeper level you know it's it's understanding more than I am a people pleaser or I need to have boundaries or you know it just takes it to another another level so it does I am so grateful that you are bringing that out into the world to make people under you know get them to understand it more and to help them you know understand that it's okay you know, forgive yourself, you know, get out here and love yourself because that's what it's about. It's about understanding and loving and and knowing that everything that you need is within, honestly. Yeah, it is. And it's funny, you know, when I've been on this journey, I've seen the shift and change in my partner as well and seen like just how he responds to me so differently now to Mm. us than when when I was needy or you know had this tendency to want to grasp um I don't do that anymore and it's been really beautiful to watch what's happened as a result and um yeah it's good right it's just good it really is it feels good to to be able to understand yourself. I was so, I mean, I was blind to me for 30 plus years. And then finally one day, and it still, it took time, you know, because as you continue to grow and you continue to know, you learn even more. And, you know, like you said, certain things is taking, taking layers off like an onion. You're also adding layers that's so beautiful that you just learned. So kudos to you for bringing that to the world. And thank you so much. I appreciate you. Um, I want to thank you for being on the show. This has been so good. Um, I also want, I asked all of my guests, if they could leave one thing with the audience, one nugget, what would it be? 
what, what comes to mind is that everything that you want is beyond the people pleasing. Oh, everything you desire, you don't need to people please to create what you want. You can have it actually um, without that. And in fact, everything that you want is beyond it. That is so true. So phenomenal. It is completely on the other side of people pleasing. All of that joy, that love, like you said, everything. Intimacy. Yes. Mm, that's good. That's good stuff. Well, Marina, thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. And uh, we will definitely be in touch because I believe that the audience will definitely have more questions, more, you know, they want to learn more. It's going to be so good. So thank you so much. You're so welcome. <laughs> I'd like to tell the audience, I know that you can choose any podcast, but you chose this one and I thank you. And I want you to remember that you matter and your story matters. And until next time, have a fantastic day. Bye. I understand that nothing is more valuable than your time. So thank you for listening. Be sure to join our Facebook group, Codependent Me, and check out my website, at codependentme.org. Thanks so much. Have a great day.